Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Fulton versus City of Philadelphia. Certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the Third Circuit. Argued November 4th, 2020. Decided June 17th, 2021. If you'd like to support the podcast, please stay tuned to the end of the podcast. Philadelphia's foster care system relies on cooperation between the city and private foster care agencies. The city enters standard annual contracts with the agencies to place children in, with foster families. One of the responsibilities of the agencies is certifying prospective foster families under state statutory criteria. Petitioner Catholic Social Services has contracted with the city to provide foster care services for over 50 years, continuing the centuries-old mission of the Catholic Church to serve Philadelphia's needy children. CSS holds the religious belief that marriage is a sacred bond between a man and a woman. Because CSS believes that certification of prospective foster families is an endorsement of their relationships, it will not certify unmarried couples, regardless of their sexual orientation, or same-sex married couples, but other private foster agencies in Philadelphia will certify same-sex couples, and no same-sex couple has sought certification from CSS. Against this backdrop, a 2018 newspaper story recounted the Archdiocese of Philadelphia's position that CSS could not consider prospective foster parents in same-sex marriages. Calls for investigation followed, and the city ultimately informed CSS that unless it agreed to certify same-sex couples, the city would no longer refer children to the agency or enter a full foster care contract with it in the future. The city explained that the refusal of CSS to certify same-sex married couples violated both a non-discrimination provision in the agency's contract with the city, as well as the non-discrimination requirements of the citywide Fair Practices Ordinance. CSS and three affiliated foster parents filed suit seeking to enjoin the city's referral freeze on the grounds that the city's actions violated the free exercise and free speech clauses of the First Amendment. The district court denied preliminary relief. It reasoned that the contractual non-discrimination requirement and the Fair Practices Ordinance were both neutral and generally applicable under Employment Division versus Human Resources of Oregon or Employment Division of Human Resources of Oregon versus Smith and that CSS's free exercise claim was therefore unlikely to succeed. The Court of Appeals for the Third Circuit affirmed. Given the expiration of the party's contract, the Third Circuit examined whether the city could condition contract renewal on the inclusion of new language forbidding discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation. The court concluded that the city's proposed contractual terms stated a neutral, and generally applicable policy under Smith. CSS and the foster parents challenged the Third Circuit's determination that the city's actions were permissible under Smith and also asked that the court reconsider that decision. The Supreme Court held the decision was reversed and remanded, and Chief Justice Roberts delivered the opinion of the court. The refusal of Philadelphia to contract with CSS for the provision of foster care services, unless CSS agrees to certify same-sex couples as foster parents, violates the Free Exercise Clause of the First Amendment.
the city's actions burden CSS's religious exercise by forcing it either to curtail its mission or certify same-sex couples as foster parents in violation of its religious beliefs. Smith held that laws incidentally burdening religion are ordinarily not subject to strict scrutiny under the Free Exercise Clause, so long as they are both neutral and generally applicable. This case falls outside Smith because the city has burdened CSS's religious exercise through policies that do not satisfy the threshold requirement of being neutral and generally applicable. That's uh, Church of Leukemia Babalu Ai versus Hayela. A law is not generally applicable if it invites the government to consider the particular reasons for a person's conduct by creating a mechanism for individualized exemptions. That's Smith. Where such a system of individual exemptions exists, the government may not refuse to extend that system to cases of religious hardship without a compelling reason. The non-discrimination requirement of the city's standard foster care contract is not generally applicable. Section 3.21 of the contract requires an agency to provide services defined in the contract to prospective foster parents without regard to their sexual orientation. But Section 3.21 also permits exemptions, exceptions to this requirement at the sole discretion of the commissioner. This inclusion of a mechanism for entirely discretionary exceptions renders the non-discrimination provision not generally applicable. That's uh, Smith again. The city maintains that greater deference should apply to its treatment of private contractors, but the result here is the same under any level of deference. Similarly unavailing is the city's recent contention that Section 3.21 does not even apply to CSS's refusal to certify same-sex couples. That contention ignores the broad sweep of Section 3.21's text, as well as the fact that the city adopted the current version of Section 3.21 shortly after declaring that it would make CSS's obligation to certify same-sex couples explicit in future contracts. Finally, because state law makes clear that the city's authority to grant exceptions from Section 3.21 also governs Section 15.1's general prohibition on sexual orientation discrimination, the contract as a whole contains no generally applicable non-discrimination requirement. Philadelphia's Fair Practices Ordinance, which, as relevant, forbids interfering with the public accommodations, opportunities, of an individual based on sexual orientation does not apply to CSS's actions here. The ordinance defines a public accommodation in relevant part to include a provider whose goods, services, facilities, privileges, advantages, or accommodations are extended, offered, sold, or otherwise made available to the public. That's Philadelphia Code Section 9-11021W. Certification is not made available to the public in the usual sense of the words. Certification as a foster parent is not readily accessible to the public. The process involved involves a customized and selective assessment that bears little resemblance to staying in a hotel, eating in a restaurant, or riding a bus. The district court's contrary conclusion did not take into account the uniquely selective nature of foster care certification. 
The contractual non-discrimination requirement burdens CSS's religious exercise and is not generally applicable, so it is subject to the most rigorous of scrutiny. That's uh, leukemia again. A government policy can survive strict scrutiny only if it advances compelling interests and is narrowly tailored to achieve those interests. The question is not whether the city has a compelling interest in enforcing its non-discrimination policies generally, but whether it has such an interest in denying an exception to the CSS. Under the circumstances here, the city does not have a compelling interest in refusing to contract with CSS. CSS seeks only an accommodation that will allow it to continue serving the children of Philadelphia in a manner consistent with its religious beliefs. It does not seek to impose those beliefs on anyone else. The refusal of Philadelphia to contract with CSS for the provision of foster care services, unless the agency agrees to certify same-sex couples as foster parents, cannot survive strict scrutiny and violates the Free Exercise Clause of the First Amendment. The court does not consider whether the city's actions also violate the free speech clause. The decision below is reversed and remanded. Chief Justice Roberts delivered the opinion of the court, in which Justices Breyer, Sotomayor, Kagan, Kavanaugh, and Barrett joined. Justice Barrett filed a concurring opinion, in which Justice Kavanaugh joined, and in which Justice Breyer joined as to all but the first paragraph. Justice Alito filed an opinion concurring in the judgment, in which Justices Thomas and Gorsuch joined. Justice Gorsuch filed an opinion concurring in the judgment, in which Justices Thomas and Alito joined. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support the podcast or support me as I try to put some gas in my motorcycle to get to my public defender internship this summer, you can find a PayPal link in the show notes. I should be searchable on Patreon. Or you can contact me at roadscholar80 at gmail.com for other ways to support. Thank you.